Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Deskless workers now make up around 80% of the global workforce. That's over two and a half billion people working outside of the traditional office environment and independent of conventional workplace norms. That's also billions of employees who, compared with the traditional nine to five, require new approaches and tools from companies to ensure adequate communication channels because they aren't sitting in front of a desk throughout the day. Additionally, because these workers are not in front of a computer screen all day, they don't have blocks of time to devote to static training, especially when it interferes with their workflow. Despite these big numbers, deskless workers have been overlooked by companies and their IT teams in terms of the tools and technologies at their disposal. This risks deskless employees feeling isolated and disengaged as they lack the latest tools to perform their jobs effectively, while their office-based co-workers benefit from technologies like digital workplace solutions, ERP, CRMs and more. As the world continues to move away from a traditional office environment and towards a hybrid model or indeed deskless on-demand formats, employers need to find new ways to train and optimise their workforce to foster long-term engagement, motivation and retention. Hey, this is Bill Bannum and in this HR Chat episode, we're going to look at this shift and consider tech that can deliver better business results by helping non-desk workers stay informed, connected and engaged at work. My guests this time are Amir Nehemia, CEO and co-founder, and Yuval Majid, Chief Operating Officer over at Connect Team, an all-in-one app for deskless workers. Amir and Yuval, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Thank you so much, Bill. It's great to be here. And uh, listeners, I like these guys already. We had a nice chat before we hit record. They're cool guys. I think I'm going to enjoy this interview today. Okay, so let's jump straight in then. Why don't you guys start by introducing yourselves, telling our listeners a bit about your career backgrounds, why the company was founded, and maybe as part of that, include a brief overview of of the, the deskless workforce. Amir, would you like to go first? Uh, yes, sure. So first of all, I Bill. I'm super glad to be here. Uh, I'm Amir. I'm the CEO and one of the co-founder of uh, Connect Team. Uh, in the past year, I've been in several, I will say, startup companies, started from gaming industry, creating apps from, I will say, people out of the world. Then in my second startup, it was regarding to LMS capabilities, training via mobile, and only then. Uh, we decided to establish Connectim six years ago, and then I met Yuval. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, so hi everyone, nice to meet you. Uh, Yuval Magid, COO here at Connectim, been with the company for four years, though I know it from its early stages, as both Anamir and I served together in the Navy a long time ago, and happy to be here. Okay, so you guys served on a submarine together. There's a whole different conversation we can have about remote employees, I think, based on <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> but we don't have time. So uh, what, I'm, what I'm going to be doing with you guys today is I'm going to be throwing questions at each of you. And then uh, towards the end here, we'll have a couple for both of you. So uh, first up, Amir, maybe you can tell me a little bit about who Connect Team's target customers are. 
Okay, and I think it's it's a great question, Bill, because I think connecting is not interesting like the customer that we decided to serve. Uh, in connecting, we decided to focus on the deskless companies. As we say, as we see it is companies between five employees to 22,000 employees that 70% of their employees are without any access to PC in their day-to-day or more than that, they, don't, uh, they are not getting corporate email from their uh, company. You know, in the end, I think about healthcare, construction, transportation, retail, food and beverage, and so on. Today, we have uh, uh, tens of thousands of customers worldwide that are using Connectim, but we every day think about those kind of customers, the deskless industry. And Amir, for you again, what, what are some of the most common misconceptions about the deskless workforce? Uh, wow, I can tell you that I think that in the past six years, we saw a lot of misconceptions. First of all, that the deskless employees are different. I don't know why, but people think that they are different. They need less staff. They are not, uh, or they don't want to engage with the company. They don't want to be part of the company. They are, uh, uh, I will say, not tech-savvy enough. Uh, and I can tell you that in the past year, we can see that down the road, managers trying to or literally understand now that employees are employees. Everyone wants to be engaged with the company. Everyone wants to be part of the team. Everyone wants to understand that their work have impact. And I think that nowadays everyone can understand that every employee can interact with some kind of technology and, of course, apps. Uh, short story, two years ago, three years ago, I can tell you that I needed to meet face-to-face with a lot of CEOs that told me my employees don't really want to, uh, will not want to use technology. My employees, it's difficult for them to, to do it. Uh, my employees will not have a smartphone uh, in order to use those kind of stuff. But I think that today we can see that step-by-step, uh, 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 most of the managers out there understand that the employees, the employees are already there and they are the ones that need to change their mindset regarding, I will say, the day-to-day of their employees. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, now, Yuval, what, what are some of the challenges facing leaders and, and HR pros when it comes to managing and engaging with non-desk workers? And maybe as part of the answer, you can also share... How does it differ to managing and connecting with with desk based workers? You, you just pointed out there that there were misconceptions, and you know the yeah. reality is that we're all better connected today. But I, I still suspect there are big differences, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a really good question. If we're looking at the differences between desk based and deskless, I think one of the most you know apparent one is that desk based employees has a lot of technologies, um, a lot of tools that kind of serve them in their day to day. Uh, think on connecting, for example. You know, we're working with Slack, we're working with Monday, we're working with email. Um, we have all those different solutions that were designed from the ground up to what we need to do. Um, however, when you're looking at desktop industries, and it doesn't matter if you're looking at a transportation company or a security company or manufacturing company, the dynamics are a little bit different. There's very little software investment that goes into those markets. There's very little um, technologies that are actually used by those employees, especially the frontline employees. When you come to think about it, a lot of those employees don't even have an email. So the softwares you and I are used to, they're not necessarily relevant. So I think one of the, the main differences is the gap in having the tools you need to get the job done. Because just like we need to communicate with our team, just like we need to operate our team and to be in control of what's going on, it's pretty much the same. Uh, for desktop industries. However, there is much less technology there. And I think one of the interesting changes that we're seeing on that front is that they're, they're much more, 
I would call it new blood or new generation of managers, of employees. They kind of expect their experience from their private life to flow into their work environment. And in that sense, I mean that they're looking for technologies to make life a little bit easier. So it doesn't matter if you're like getting communication from your leadership, where you don't want to go to a bulletin board and read it off the board, but you want to get a push notification and kind of see it and have it um, as an engaging piece of communication. Or whether it's a schedule that you're setting up and you don't want to do it with pen and paper or over a messaging app, but you want to have an actual schedule when you can easily swap your, your shift or do what it requires. So I think the, the key changes is really in the technology there is available there. A little bit in the mindset, we're thinking that the mindset is changing now, uh, a little bit on the angle that Amir talked about, right? About how those employees have similar needs, similar aspirations. Um, and I think a lot around how we are managing those teams. The day-to-day -day work is a little bit different. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, Yuval, you guys, you guys do a lot of things. Um, employee communication, employee time clocks, employee scheduling, checklists and forms, employee task management, and various different HR and people management uh, uh, roles too, all within your fantastic technology. So let, let, let's continue to focus on where HR fits in. What, what data do HR leaders specifically need to access in order to improve their decision-making on what is and what isn't working on the front lines of their organizations? I think I'll take a step back just to kind of explain where we're coming from and I'll connect that to the HR personas we're working with. Um, when you think about connecting at the end, our promise is an all-in-one product for everything that the employee and the manager needs. Now, obviously this means a lot of different things on who you are and what your company is. So when we're looking at HR experts, we may look at the people that are very much focused, and sometimes it could be the same persona, right? Responsible for a few things altogether. Um, but you have the people that really care about engaging the employees, retaining the employees, hiring the employees, communicating with the employees. So the data here would be uh, very important around measuring everything, uh, knowing that you can connect with every single employee, knowing what they engage with, being able to do all kinds of statistics on the types of communication that you've done, um, looking at the engagement they had throughout the process, whether it's onboarding or recruiting or anything else that you had um, along the way. Then we have a lot of things that are more on the admin side, right? Someone just onboarded into the company. There's a lot of logistical, um, I would call it paper trail that you need to go through. So you want to know that all the documents are in place and you want to be able to follow up easily with the relevant individuals, especially in industries you know, where turnover is very, very high. And a lot of those um, processes happen multiple times a month. And then you want to be on top of those different things. So the data of understanding what was completed, what was not. Sometimes, you know, there are regulation things. So you want people to sign different things in terms of compliance. And so you can kind of close the loop with the people easily. But I think if I take it to a higher level, one of the key advantages of data that you're looking at is to understand how you're doing things a little bit better where are your challenges are and how you can be proactive about it. So to understand where the problems in the company are, uh, if you're a bigger company, a lot of the time to understand different departments or regions that you have between recruiting cycles that you had. And so through that data, you can really kind of slice and dice whatever it is that you need and focus on specific solutions that you're doing and kind of giving to the audience. Okay, I love it. Uh, Amir, maybe it's a bit of a follow-up uh, to what you've all just said there. How does Connect Team help to improve communication and decision-making with employee-centric data sets and indicators for performance at an organizational level? 
I think that will, I will elaborate regarding what Yuval said. I think that in connecting, as Yuval said, we have only one promise that everything that the, that the employee will need will be in one place. So we literally control the communication, the chat that he's getting, who is viewing the information, who is submit the workflow on time, who is doing his, you know, the, his task on time and so on and so on. Everything is measured. And when we are talking about the deskless industry, I think that for the first time, first of all, they can reach every one of their employees and everything is measurable, measurable in real time. Uh, uh, and when you have those kind of information, it helps you to take a decision because I think that when you, we are talking, you know, companies from the healthcare industry, from the transportation and retail, when the, for the first time they have like a, I will say the BI boards that they need in order to really understand what is the difference between the department, uh, between specific employees, to really understand if the new pro procedure, let's say, uh, 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 really understood by their employees, they have the ability to, to, to get real, I will say, information and take a decision according to it. One of the beautiful things that we can see is that for the first time, those kinds of management have the ability to see data in real time. And not like I will say, Ansh and people that will tell to people that will tell to people. You can get a decision in the boardroom or I don't know in a specific meeting. After two minutes, you can interact with your employees that own the field, and after five minutes, you can see the information and the result for it. And of course, then you can get a real decisions according to the data. And Billy, if you'll allow me to jump in real, real quick, I'll just say that. Having the data is very, very important, but sometimes even having the tool, it's very important for me to stress out that when you're thinking on the type of customer that we have, 70% of our customers are coming from pen and paper, bulletin boards, funneling down communication via manager. So in other words, through very, very manual process, even before talking about the data, sometimes there is a, a step of talking about the medium or the, the tools that you can have in order to accomplish your tasks. And Mia, my next question, which is again for you, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that traditionally little of the $300 billion that is spent on business software each year has actually gone to deskless workers. You know, that, I guess employers are allowing them to use pen and paper. Um, how have they been left behind when it comes to, to modern work technologies? So I think that, you know, the short answer is yes, they are left behind. But I can tell you that we literally see, you know, we are in this business for the past eight years. Uh, and we can see that year by year, I think that the investors out there understand that uh, the wind is change, uh, the, the winds are changing. Uh, and we can see that more and more, uh, I will say, money and custom and companies are, uh, are building around those kinds of problems and, of course, a solution. But it's, it's because... I think everyone now understands that the new generation of managers, the new manager, the new man, the new generation of managers, the new generation of employees, ask or demand, I will say, a different solution. They want to be on top of everything. That want, they want to work fast. They want that everything will will be measured, and so on and so on. And of course, when you can see those kind of demands, I will say the invest the investment will be there. Uh, and I believe that in the next two to five years, the, the maps will be different. You've all, many deskless workers, industries have some of the highest turnover rates out there, okay? And we are living through this time known as the great resignation or great reshuffle, or there are other terms for it. But the fact is, it's a, it's a phenomenon which ain't going away and it's causing lots of issues for lots of companies. Um, so for example, supermarkets and quick service restaurant workers have 100% turnover rates each year, wow. How can how can technology like yours play a role in increasing 
retention as well as getting new hires up to up the productivity curve faster well that's actually a very very soft spot for our customers i think many of the industries you named two or three of them but i think many of the industries experience this challenge especially now after covid after work from home after the great resignation um before diving into how specifically technology or connecting kind of can connect and relate in helping uh, solve this issue I would say that technology is a tool and technology goes hand in hand with method- methodology and mindsets. And I think at the end of the day, if I'll connect to the first question that you asked us about, you know, the differences between an employee that is a desktop employee versus an employee that is in the, in the office, the short answer is that they're both human. They both care. They both want to be engaged. They want sense of belonging. Um, people stay because of their managers, people stay because of strong leadership, because they believe in the vision, because they believe in the company. Obviously, there are you know technical things like compensation and those uh, type of elements. But at the end, if you're looking at some of those employees that switch job, they don't switch because of the terms. They switch because they weren't appreciated or because they weren't connected to the company. And I think when you bring tools with that understanding in mind, Um, things become very, very powerful. You can do much more things. You can create that sense of belonging. You can communicate directly to the frontline employees. You can ensure that you know the vision and the values of the company are shared across the table. You can really increase retention. Um, I can tell you about a customers of our about a specific customer of ours from a retail chain that when we start working with them, they saw something like around eighty five percent turnover rate uh, per year. And within that period of a year, we were able to drive it down 35%. Now, kudos to the leadership team that took it as a real, real big challenge. And obviously, connecting wasn't the only part of this equation. But I can tell you that this was a significant force multiplier in kind of making that shift of employees that matters and about leadership that cares and about vision and belonging and connectivity. And by the way, I would imagine that the retention rates on the submarine are a bit different. They're probably a lot higher. I mean, <laughs> where, where, where are yeah, you going to go, right? Where are you going to go? <laughs> Nowhere to run. <laughs> Nowhere to run. You can't exactly jump ship, so to speak, on that one. Um, okay, so uh, you've all, for you again, what, what, are, what are some of the benefits then of, of deploying an app for, for deskless workers? Do, do you also have any examples of the impact that, that your customers have seen after deploying the, the Connect Team app? First, we just touched on one of them, right? So you drive retention. I think that's one of the core benefits of an app like uh, Connectim, a tool like Connectim. Um, I think another very interesting angle is around operational efficiency. Uh, one of the um, agencies that we're working with, so it's a staffing agency, they told us that they drove down you know, their ability to do scheduling and hiring by they moved from i don't know days or weeks of planning into a few hours to single days i've seen people saying that they reduced their uh, onboarding process from two to three weeks um to four or five uh, days uh, we had a big um, manufacturing company that uh, manufactures food and they were very very heavy on the lms side on the training side um, so they used to do a lot of heavy trainings, bring people to the office, put everyone in one room, and they transitioned completely into uh, micro-learning from the app. They still had the quarterly kind of face-to-face training for the most important things, but that saved them a lot of money, a lot of resources, a lot of time. On the communication side, I think there are a lot of big advantages, uh, and we saw that very, very significantly during COVID days. 
um, let's say you're in a manufacturing company and you want to tell everyone that they shouldn't come to the factory tomorrow because it's closed, you can do it in a, uh, in a single message, in a single push notification and know that everyone has done it. And I think on the operational side, we also see a lot of um, interesting things like um, I had a hospitality chain that implemented a process via one of our digital forms that they customized to their needs instead of doing it via pen and paper. They actually did an internal analysis and they said that they saw savings of about 400K a year just on that single process because they would go in every single facility and measure every pump and every hit uh, signature and would kind of transfer that onwards for people to respond. So there are a lot of different angles, some of them around savings, some of them around the human factor and retention, some of them around the ease of communication, which obviously translate to a lot of different benefits. But I think at the end, it's about everything being measurable, accessible, simple. It just helps run your business better. It, it moves through a digital transformation very, very quickly. Okay, thank you. Guys, I'm sad to say we're almost at the end of this interview already. Um, and I'm sad because I like you both. You're cool and you've got a cool technology and you both worked in a submarine, which is cool. Um, but before we do wrap up, two more questions for you. And um, they're, they're, they're going to be for, for both of you. Um, so I'd, I'd like for you both to to give me a little bit of an answer for each. Um, and maybe, Amir, you want to go first on, on this next one, uh, which is... And perhaps it's a bit of a recap of some of the things we've spoken about today, by the way. Uh, how can HR leaders leverage such technologies as yours to enable deskless employees to perform at their best and achieve tangible results? First of all, I think that as an HR manager, you, have the, you want the ability to, inter to interact with every one of the employees and get real-time response regarding everything. Uh, and the second thing, you want to have a clear map regarding what is really happening inside your organization. And again, when we are thinking about the non-desk employees or the non-desk companies, most of the time, because you can't measure everything, you are in the dark. And I think one of the beautiful things that we are seeing is that they need to bend themselves from the beginning regarding how the, their day-to-day -day is going to look like. Why? Because for the first time, they can understand who did what, when, and where. And it's clear, simple uh, uh, to understand where is the problem. So I think this is the major, I will say, uh, impact that uh, the HR uh, can get from it. Okay, and, and maybe Yuval, you're going second. So uh, you've, you've got more of a challenge to, to add to that, I guess. <laughs> it's always <laughs> challenging to be in the shadow of Amir. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the first question that I would have is to really understand where you think as an HR manager. I know it's, it's more common for new managers that just join or for people that are going into a new role. But to really understand where you feel you have the challenge. Is it in communicating with the team? Is it more of an admin challenge? Is it more of an operational challenge? Um, and I think based on that, once you understand what is kind of your main pain point, then you can drill down into how technology or how specifically connecting in our case can really help you adjust that. I'm quite confident that um, you know for whatever HR role, um, connecting can bring benefits just because we've seen that's our biggest audience today. Um, and I'll, I'll say more than that, if you're not sure, you're always welcome to reach out and kind of consult with our own folks. But I really think that at the end of the day, it connects a lot to what Amir said. Having information in real time, having the tools to kind of close the loop, understand what's going on in my organization, and then build the processes and, and the culture around that to improve everything that we're doing within the organization. Super. And just finally for today, 
how, how can our listeners connect with you each? Uh, so are you on LinkedIn? Do you want to share your email addresses? Are you really cool and you're all over TikTok and Instagram and places? And of course, how can they <laughs> learn more about uh, about Connect Team? Um, Yuva, why don't you go first this time? Yeah, of course. So first, obviously, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, we're in social media, though, in all honesty, none of us is that active there. Always, always can go to connecting.com. My personal email is yuvaletconnecting.com. So that's not very sophisticated to guess. Amir, in a second, will spell his. I guess you can probably guess it by now. Um, we encourage people, you know, even it's, if it is to share their thoughts or just to reach out or to ask whatever question they want, they're more than welcome. And I think that was the main question. Did I miss anything there? Uh, well, you didn't share your TikTok information, but by the sounds of it, uh, you're not super active <laughs> there. But, but me neither. Me neither. And Mia, and anything to add to that? How, how can folks connect with you? And of course, from our website as well. And as you will say, my email is amir at connecting.com. And I literally, you know, everyone that wants to ask us questions, want to get benchmarks regarding his industry and so on, we have a lot of information and we'll be more than happy to help. Awesome. And of course, listeners, there will be links in the show notes so that you can connect with Yuval and with Amir and also learn more about Connect Team there. Um, so that just leaves me to say for today, guys, I think you're both great. You've got lots of great energy um, and I've had a lot of fun today. I'd love to do another interview with you soon. But for now, thank you very much for being my guests on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you so much, Bill. We truly appreciate your time. It was a pleasure. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.